Welcome back to the TTPA, Titani Talks Perke Avos, the year where we talk a Mishnah of Perke Avos per day, with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We are in season five with the commentary of Spornum, with the translation and notes of Rabbi Pelkovitz, looking at Perak Bet Mishnah Hay, two, five. Back to Hillel, one of my favorite characters in Perke Avos, and in general, fascinating character. Hillel said, Hillel Omer, Altifrosh Min Hatsibor. Do not separate yourself from the community. Make sure you're involved in the community. You're part of the community. You're doing what you can to be involved in the community. And you're fully enmeshed and embedded helping out the community, even during the height of the pandemic. There were many people that were able to be involved in the community, help out the community, deliver meals, deliver items, deliver money to people that needed it in a safe practical, proper way. Always be involved in the community, whatever you can. Don't separate yourself. Make sure you're involved. Even if you want to be involved in different ways, there are safe ways to do so. If you want to be indoors, you could be indoors. But for those of us who want to be outdoors, we go to a tent meeting at our synagogue, for example, at our shul. Still be involved in the community. Be involved in the shul. Be involved in the neighborhood you live in. Don't trust yourself ever, until the day you die. Do not believe in yourself until the day you die. Don't you think that you're stronger than the Yetzirah? The Yetzirah wakes up every day. The evil inclination wants to destroy us every single day, tries to shoot us down every single day. We need to stand up and fight it every single day. Do not believe in yourself until the day you die. Do not judge your fellow until you have reached his place. This one is such a strong and important message. All the time, we're always judging those around us. We're always assuming things of those around us, but we don't know half the story. We don't know what goes on inside the book cover. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors, they say. If you see someone furious, furious at his four children, at his three children, or whatever, you don't know what just happened before that. You're only coming in late to the story. Maybe his child threw a major tantrum, was totally embarrassing the family, and the parent was totally totally spent and totally at the edge of his wit. Or this happened or that happened. Don't judge someone. Someone has a weight problem, a gambling problem, a smoking problem. You should never know from such things. Or has a phone addiction problem or an internet addiction problem. You don't know from such things. Don't judge people. You should never know from such tribulations or trials or such difficulties in your own life. So how can you judge someone else? Do not judge your fellow until you reach this place. Ah, they should have got over it already. Ah, they should have went over it already. If you didn't go through such things and you never should go through such things, you can't judge that person. A person that had a couple of losses in a year. Someone that lost a sibling lowland or a parent or a child lowland. You can't judge the people. You can't judge anyone. That person had to move out of his house and move into something smaller. Ah, it's good for them to downsize. You can't say that. You haven't been in their place. You don't know from such things. Don't ever hope for such things. Hashem should protect all of us always. But do not judge your fellow until you have reached his place. Do not make a statement that cannot be easily understood. On the ground that will be understood eventually. Don't say something that doesn't make any sense that in 10 years will make sense. Say things that make sense now. Say things that are practical now. Say things that can be applied now. Say things that people can put into their own life that they could enjoin into their own life and that could actually help them. Don't assume it'll help them sometime in the future. Don't say, when I am free, I will study, for perhaps you will never become free. That's the antithesis of procrastination. Carpe diem, seize the day, move yourself today. Do what you can today. 
be involved in good work in Torah learning and mitzvahs and chesed today. You don't know what tomorrow will bring, so you should do it today. It also brings to mind the idea in the Talmud that you should repent the day before you die. And the sages, the Talmudim, the students said to the sage who said this, how do you know when a person's going to die? And the sage said back to them, assume every day is your last, God forbid, and this way every day you'll be in repentance because every day might be your last day. You'll never know if you're going to have whatever amount of years. We should all be zochet to have 120 years, but no one knows how long we're going to live. So make sure to study every day. Say things that make sense right now. Don't judge others until you're in their place. Don't believe in yourself any day. The Yitzhah heart can get you any day. And don't separate from yourself from the community. Make sure to be involved in the community. Hillel said, after completing the teachings of the Tanaim, including their last generation as recorded in the previous Mishnah, the author of Avos begins with the words of Hillel, who lived in an early era. He tells us what Hillel said in regards to the trait of Zahirus, watchfulness, which is the main topic of the chapter has been explained by the introduction. Do not separate yourself from the community. The sage stated, do not separate yourself from the community, as did Yochanan the high priest when he became a Tzaduki and refused to accept the 18 decrees Yudachet Gezerot issued by the house of Shammai, or for that matter, any others, even though the rest of the community accepted them. Do not believe in yourself. Do not be certain that you will never change your beliefs, for Yochanan the high priest served for 80 years in the high priesthood and did not deviate from the ways of the community in any way. On the contrary, he himself issued decrees, as we are told in the end of Sota 47, yet in the end he became a Tzaduki and didn't follow the right path all the way at the end. Do not judge your fellow until you reach his place, but do not judge Yochanan the high priest and regard him as a wicked person until you have reached his place and understand his situation. For perhaps you, had you lived in his days, you may also have separated yourself from the community or refused to accept those decrees. I also like to say, don't ever judge, but if you have to judge, the only type of judging you should do is Don Lakaf Zachos. The only type of judging you should do, if you feel a need to judge, is judge for the benefit of the doubt. Judge to give a person the, the favor of the situation, trying to find the good in the situation. She didn't show up. She stood me up for 35 minutes. I waited here at lunch. Maybe, God forbid, the car got into an accident. God forbid. Maybe the car didn't start. Maybe she had an emergency in her house. Don't automatically assume that she's just out to get you. Ah, why didn't he give me the newspaper? This is the fourth time. I don't believe it. All my neighbors got it, but I didn't. Maybe there was a difficulty in the system and your account didn't pull up so they couldn't give you your paper because they didn't realize that you're still part of the system. Then the fifth week, it came back to you because it re-registered in the system. A lot of times when we try to make up these stories to give benefit of the doubt, a lot of times the stories are actually true and accurate. You know, when I'm waiting on answers for responses to different people, I reach out to a lot of different people for different ideas I have. A lot of times I don't get responses. My wife likes to tell me, give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they got very busy. Maybe they have so much on their plate. Maybe they have too much to handle and they cannot get back to you soon. And she's probably right. At the end of the day, when we're down the cups, usually that's the real reason. There's a beautiful book called The Other Side of the Story where it goes through a story and people get very upset. And then it goes to the other side of the story, giving the explanations. Had they only known, had they only had the facts, yes, a lot of times we won't have the facts, but you need to understand to be down the cups. If you're going to judge, judge for the favor, the benefit of the doubt, and try to give them a story, make up a story that's reasonable, feasible, and then you'll calm yourself down. Why didn't she respond to my email for three weeks? Something crazy happened. So busy, so busy. A lot of us get busy, but we never give the benefit to other people that could be just as busy, if not more busy.
Svarna goes on to say, initially because it is unclear and requires clarification when it comes to something that might not be so understood, as did the sages who issued the 18 decrees, who said that certain decrees were issued because one action might lead to another, and that one in turn to another because of a different matter, they prohibited their bread because of their oil, their oil because of their wine, their wine because of their daughters for fear of intermarriage, see Shabbos. Perhaps this is what elicited doubts in the minds of many, which led them to reject these decrees. Don't say when I'm free, I'll study, because you won't be free. You push things off, you're not going to get to it. Do not say you, one of the masses who occupies himself with Torah study infrequently during his free time. When I'm free, I will study. Rather, designate set times for Torah study. If you have a few weeks off, you have a few days off, start your day off with Torah study with mitzvahs and chesed. Later, you can rest, relax, and do something non-Torah related. But make sure your day is involved. Don't push off the Torah study. Maybe you won't have that time anymore. Make sure to be involved with it right away. The notes point out, the Sforno interprets the cautionary words of Hillel in this mission as being directed to a tragic figure among the Tanaim. Yochanan, the high priest who lived in Hillel's time, he served with distinction for 80 years during the Second Temple era, only to become a tzaduki in the last years of his life. In Shabbos, tracted Shabbos, the Talmud enumerates the 18 decrees which were at issue between Hillel and Shammai, which were put to a vote in the base Medrash. Study hold, the decision was in Shammai's favor, and the school of Hillel, who opposed the decrees, accepted this decision. The only exception was Yochanan, the high priest, who left the ranks of the sages, cast his lot with the tzaduki. The Svarno interprets the words of Hillel, do not separate yourself from the communities being directly linked to Yochanan's actions, since Hillel himself Although he disagreed with the Shammai's decrees, nevertheless accepted the decision of the majority. And their houses, their children intermarried with each other from Shammai to Hill, Hill to Shammai, even though they disagreed because both of them were the words of God. And he humbly accepted Shammai's before his own when, when talking about their opinions and whatnot. Even so, Hillel cautions us not to judge Yochanan too harshly, for had we been there at the time, we might have felt just as strongly as he did against these decrees. Perhaps we too would have found them unjustified and liable to confuse people, for Yochanan was not opposed in principle to issuing decrees, since he himself issued a number of them regarding work in Chalamoy, tithes, and a certain funeral practices, as according to Sota 47. So remember, say with the community, don't trust yourself, even to the last day. Don't judge a fellow until you're in his place. Only be done the kamschus. Don't make a statement that takes a long time to understand, and don't think you'll be free. Maybe you will not become free. Make yourself free today. Join us next time as we talk about a boar not being able to be fearful of sin here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.